Hit a button, Morty. Give me a beat. Oh, this is a podcast. Got my dog, Chris Harris, on tap today. What's, What's good, bro? On? CH. We got CH. P3 Lida in here. Yes, sir. For uh, emotional support. Yeah, we got man. the Kuvasier in here for the comedic support, <laughs> comedic relief. What's good, uh, CH? Hey, man. I'm, I'm just glad to be here. I appreciate your platform. You know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, yeah, it's lit. You know, it's, it's all respect. All up. Keep doing what we doing. I like yeah. that. Like we doing something. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we're looking at. I'm looking at you, and I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, you know what you're doing, man. Like shit. Appreciate like, it. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Real quick before we get too deep into it, just give us a little rundown. You know what I'm saying for who you are. Let people know. You know what I'm saying. Definitely. Um, you know, I'm a multimedia journalist. Um, Went to school for journalism. Went to, went to St. John's University in Queens, New York. Mm. Um, my, while I was at St. John's, uh, we ended up starting a college lifestyle magazine called CLE Magazine. Um, so that was sort of like my first uh, foray into like the blogging and, and journalism. I wrote for the school newspaper at St. John's as well, but um, the blog was really how I got into entertainment and um, interview and doing more interviews with. Yeah. Uh, Celebs. How did that? How did that jump start off? I actually remember the CLE jump. I feel like yeah. um, that's not the jump that I helped out a little bit on, was it? I think I helped out a little after that. But Maybe. what was it? Yeah, tell so. me a little bit more about the CLE jump. That was you and your homie. Yeah, was that, uh, it was. was it that? was a few of us. Um, it was uh, my boy Ed, Rich, um, and, and myself. Um, yeah, I, ended up I remember being, that jump a little bit. Yeah, I ended up becoming the editor in chief of of it, and um, you know, we just really took it off. You know, uh, took off. Um, it was a blog, lifestyle blog for college kids. Um, we really just, at first we started off just promoting events uh, at colleges yeah. in the New York area. And, um, you know, I think I was one, I was the one that had the idea that let's, let's expand this. Let's, let's start doing more, more stories that. When uh, you say you were covering where were, cause at this time you got to paint the scene. Like mm-hmm. Queens? this was Queens? like, Queens? what year yeah. was this? Uh, this was like, like oh nine, like and oh nine was a completely different as far as like media wise, yeah, like social media wise, internet wise. Oh nine was completely different from what we're looking at today. I mean, that, that so was like the, the so beginning you, of the blog era. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, like it was literally Twitter blog. It was no like Instagram, out. no Twitter. Like it was blogs. Like blogs was the yeah. like shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah. So um, so you know we 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 just went at it. You know uh. We we wanted the platform for college kids to sort of go, and 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 be able to look at blogs on things that pertain to college, but yeah. it was also entertainment. So yeah. that's what made it fun. We had a style section, we had an entertainment section, we had a music section, we had a a news section that sort of just kept the students abreast of like what's going on in the country at different colleges. Yeah. So um, you know, we built that up. Uh, my first, I guess, like. A list um, celebrity, I would say, was was through CLE. Um, you know, I got an opportunity to interview Ryan Leslie. Ryan um, Leslie, yeah, RLS. RLS. It was funny because um, I had like five minutes. He had a couple good songs though. Yeah. Oh, hey In man, 09, Ryan, he Ryan Leslie. And he's, Ryan a, he's but he's he's well known for his songwriting, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he he had a couple hits of his own. I Definitely. remember RLS. Ryan Leslie has hits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nah, for real. I can't remember. I, I hear I hear it in my head. Diamond girl. Die, yeah, yeah, my diamond yeah. girl. <laughs> he has a whole bunch, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had five minutes with with Ryan Leslie. Um, 
you know, while we were building up College Love, uh, he ended up being, I believe, like our first cover. You know, we decided to to, to just turn this blog into like an online magazine, and oh, okay. we, we we put Ryan Leslie on the cover. Um, and yeah, that was like one of my first entertainment interviews, and you know, part of the reason I, I felt like you know this is something I could see myself doing. Mm-hmm. CLE got to a, a good point. You yeah, know, we we really did. We got to a really good point where it felt like. You know, a lot of colleges knew about us, and um, you know, it, it was at a good point. Um, but ultimately, it just came down to the fact where, like, we weren't making too much money at that time. We were college kids. Um, we were, some of us had are about to graduate mm-hmm. or um, had already graduated, so it was sort of like, you know, how do we keep this going, or like, or should we move on? Right. Wait. So, and, what, what were y'all doing? So, like, it was school and this. Like, y'all didn't have jobs yeah. or nothing. Yeah, like yeah. That. I mean, I think. Some of us had like other jobs, yeah, yeah. Um, and and school, um, and and also you know devoting our time to to college love, the website, and blogging. Yeah, but it's but, tough at at this point. You're living in New York, right? But you're traveling to like Hampton, yeah, and 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 Howard, and mm-hmm. and I mean, if you're if you're turning up, I'm if, saying, what did y'all need money for? Nah, yeah, I, mean, I could have kept doing dog. You don't think I that's, in, that's expensive, nigga? I was in college traveling. I did probably the most. Traveling to different schools when I was in college. Yeah. Not that I'm saying I had money, but like it wasn't like nigga. It's not expensive to take a bus trip to fucking Hampton from New York. I used I to go know, to. But I went to Shaw like almost every not every other week, yeah, but, but I went to were, Shaw like three were, times a year to go you see were also like Shaw a college PM. kid in Virginia. Okay, yeah, what does that like mean? The a college cost, kid the cost in New York. To live just just a little. It's it's. Oh well, it's okay. I guess co- a college kid in New York is probably different. That's true. I mean, that's true. Um, you know, I think ultimately it was just like. Us being young and just really wanting to be compensated for our work at a young age, um, and not really realizing the grind it takes to sort of like get to that really, point where people exactly. start offering you money for exactly. your work. Um, and What's crazy is you you said you guys were just getting to the point before you guys were reaching out to people mm-hmm. to be on CLE or to 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 interview or to do whatever you were doing. Right, and then a turnover happened where people started reaching out to you. Yeah, so you guys didn't feel like happens. it was inevitable. At some point, it'll get to the point where people are actually offering you money. That's what to always come happens when you're good at some shit. You're right. It's I always mean, the it's always it always boils down to like. Whether you keep doing it or not, right? It yeah. always the boils down to that. Look, I, let, let's be let's be candid right now. I will keep it hundred percent. Um, we wasn't slouching. Um, I, at that time, you know, I I I had I went to Howard Homecoming. Um, spoke the future. Be future became before future became future. Future, yeah. You know, um, Bridget Kelly was there. We spoke with her. Um, we did a bunch of different interviews. Yeah. I I caught up with Kendrick Lamar when. ADHD and um, Section 80 had just come out. Yeah, which is which is crazy. You yeah. know, Kendrick being super humble. I saw him backstage somewhere. Asked him to do like a quick drop for CLE, and yeah. he did it. He's yeah. he's he's a cool guy. You know, Ken, this is way before Kendrick blew up, and this was all for CLE magazine. Yeah, um, Varner as well. While Elvarna was was blowing yeah, it up, was coming up. We, um, so we caught we caught up with her. Uh, Currency at, at Hampton My Homecoming. Nigga. Dom Kennedy at Hampton Homecoming. I was at that concert. Um, exactly. Damn, wait, yeah. I didn't see you there. I, I was backstage. You know, um, wait, no, I'm saying like you didn't even hit me when you were out there for that week, like. 
That's crazy because that was, that was probably the go. one Hampton concert I went to. I remember seeing DK and Currency. I think Migos opened for them, didn't they? No, it was it, it was some it was or Travis Porter Migos. or something. Travis it was Porter, like some maybe. boy band or some like group of rappers that opened for them. Maybe I think maybe. it was Travis Porter or some. Um, but yeah, I, I went with my cousin uh, Tierra. Yeah, yeah. She, you know yeah, her. I um, had limited press passes, so. You know, I'm not even like, talking about Kirko, that. I'm just talking Kirko. about the nigga. You didn't even like let me know you was in my city, nigga. That's, Kirko that's, Bangs. That's Kirko Bangs was there. Kirko we Bangs caught was up lit. with him as well. You know, so we we were we were speaking with celebrities. We were speaking with people that were movers and shakers. Um, but again, you know, you know, uh, it ended. Yeah. So, which great things do. You know what I'm saying? For all kinds of reasons. Mm-hmm. All kinds of reasons. But okay. So from then, then what? From then. Um, I was like, sheesh, I, I love doing this. I, I, I want to continue doing journalism. I, I knew. So that, that was your kind of like intro into journalism. In a sense. Were you in was. school for journalism? Yeah, that oh, was okay. my major okay. again. And, and, you know, I was writing for the school paper before that. But, um, you know, I knew that, hey, if CLE ends, I, I had a, like a strong feeling that, you know, things would be all right for me. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I was still going to succeed. I was still going to do my thing. Yeah. Um, so, so from after CLE, I got an internship at Vibe Magazine. Lit. And, um, you know, Vibe, Vibe was like 10 levels above CLE, you know? Um, and there, again, I'm working for free. Yeah. You know, uh, doing all these, all these amazing opportunities with Vibe and, you know, not being compensated for it. I was an intern. Um, it was the 20th anniversary of Vibe uh, when I was an intern there. So it was t- 2013. The magazine started in 1993. Yeah. So it was a big year. Um, they had amazing staff, people that were just very supportive. Um, Jermaine, Jermaine Hall, Daytuan Thomas, um, Mikey Fresh, John, John JFK, uh, you know, these are all writers that, you know, have been in the industry for a while. Yeah. And, you know, some of them I felt like was able to put me under the wing and, and just show me show me the ropes and, and you know, they slid opportunities my way. Um, you know, at Vibe, Vibe is really, I, I think Vibe as like my foundation. Um, there I, I did... Crazy. You feel like that's where it really started for you? That's that's where that's where things started to pop. That's where I felt like you know, like I'm 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 good at this, and um, I want to continue getting better and doing this. You know, I'm not getting paid now, but I know that I can continue on, and I will get paid, um, and you know, compensated for my work in the future because I'm doing great work here, and you know, that it was it was inevitable basically. That's what's um, up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How'd you go from Vibe to like where you are now? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm at Vibe. Uh, I'm doing interviews. I did interviews of Sheesh. Fabulous. I was about to say, what are some of the jumps? What are some of like your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, best the, jumps? the standouts at Vibe. Vibe, yeah. I mean, Sheesh. I mean, I can't remember the, my first interview at Vibe, but I know it wasn't someone big. Yeah. You know, I was an intern, so they probably slid me somebody that was like, you know, just, you know, a, not somebody crazy. Just like, you know what? Actually, uh, while I was an intern, I interned. I interviewed G Easy, and I know he's he's blowing up. He's blowing up right now. Yeah, he's so you up. you interviewed him back. What, wait, two, what years were you at? This is 2013, 2013. 2014. So Damn, is, and he's really blowing up like and now. He's blowing up now, you know. Um, you know, at the time, sheesh. Oh man, I I met DJ Cool Herc, who's like you know. Regarded as the fourth founder of hip hop, for real, you know, yeah, and and um, I met him at, at a show before I interviewed him, 
and you know just get knowledge from from people like him and sheesh who else is just djs i mean mark echo um who created echo yeah. and complex um more on that later um, mark echo made complex yeah mark echo is the founder of complex um magazine complex.com yeah, mark, mark echo been getting money for a minute it's crazy because like Echo's, he's a white guy right yeah yeah, yeah. he's he been getting money for a minute he been getting money for a minute. It's crazy because, like, I remember, I remember when when we were like kids, like people clowned his clothing line. But like, who was clowning Echo? Nigga, niggas Echo was clowning. Echo was hard. Echo was Echo, Echo was, was hard, hard for a while. Yeah. We okay. Listen. So, like, listen. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Everything has its time, dog. Mm-hmm. But if you wear it past its time, you get yeah. clowned for it. So like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just is what it is. Like, Fubu was lit until it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like. So like Echo was one of those brands, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, you kind of think of okay, so like like a nigga like Ed Hardy, like mm-hmm. I, I would think like okay, Echo is like that, but like okay, since he had the complex thing too, mm-hmm. and it's like all right, he's getting money, like he don't care about the clothes, mm-hmm. so you know what I'm He's getting money in other avenues. I can I I, I just respect sense, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's you got back. multiple streams and like yeah. multiple popular ass streams, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I That's mean he, he stepped back from from the clothing. Um, he started doing the cut and sew thing, but yeah, I mean the amount of gems I was able to get from that interview. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he this this is a multimillionaire yeah. you're talking about, and you know just for him to you know divulge so much information on yeah. how he got to where he is, and you know how he's maintaining, and you know his love for art and being an artist, and just emphasizing. So, that. what kind of artist is he? Is he like? Is he known for his drawings or like what? Yeah, is yeah, he, he draws. He, so yeah, he, he was just, so he, was he used a, to draw all his. Yeah, he used to draw uh, his clothes. Um, a lot of the his drawings actually went on his his, his, his t shirts. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I remember his jokes used to be artsy as fuck. <laughs> like and he was big into graffiti like, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what his like yeah, shit was. Yeah. yeah. So um, you know he was an artist, and um, you know speaking with him, he he sort of like made it cool. It's like no one wants to be an artist anymore, but but yet you know. We create so much, but no one wants that title. Art like, is everywhere, G, and now everyone wants that title. <laughs> what, what, that, that's that's why, everybody. Why? Was like, what was what was his what was his logic in saying like, nobody wants that title? Yeah, I think everybody is is you know money is the motivation. So okay. you know they, people think of artists as like they don't care about money, like yeah, starving and, and yeah, and that's that's like, such a terrible misconception in a basement, just like throwing paint around. That's or very true. That's that's such a terrible misconception. Like yeah. that's why and I feel like that's why people try to take advantage of artists. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's why artists like honestly, art artists, people that make like actual art and pe- like in on in all forms, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you decide to call art, the person that makes that <laughs> should be compensated. Like those people should be the, the people that are most compensated mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the world because like Art is like the only thing. Like you talk about music, you talk mm-hmm. about drawings. That's Those are the only things that have stood the test of time. time yep, you know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. Like, yeah, music I mean, has been around for like sounds right, have been yeah. around for fucking for ever. Make people happy, and it makes artists and it's really the only thing that like it's the only thing that we don't actually need to like survive. But like we can't have never Look, gone I without. I I, I don't We've know never gone guys. without. I can't it. survive without music. That no, right. I'm saying, I'm saying, but it's not like food. It's not water. It's not something that like makes us like, you know what I'm saying? It's not a necessity, but it's actually something that we can't even, there's no, like, there's, we can't even, like, when was the, have you ever not heard music? <laughs> like, yeah, anywhere. Sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, music is everywhere and it's yeah. not going anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Drawing, symbols, paint is but every the consensus, fucking way. The consensus, what I think Mark Echo was getting at was like, let's look at painters first for, 
for a second, like artists, mm-hmm. painters, right? There's there's the general idea. I, I don't know if you guys would agree with this, but a lot of painters don't get famous until they're dead. So well, true. Like, yeah, that's like their true. art doesn't get you appreciated know until Basquiat. that's very true. I mean, that's very know? true. It's, it's it's and you can also make that transition into some music. But I actually I actually you know? think that's that's more. It doesn't get popularized because like if you think about art, a lot of it is about its value. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like if the painter's dead and they can't make any more jones, then each jones that they've that's made true. before they died becomes, increases in value so in because a, it's but you, more scarce. You, you see the same thing in like in the whole Tupac and Biggie thing, and that's why I said it bleeds over into music. Because do you think Tupac and Biggie would be like I the think the greatest ever, they're, but they're do you think great. they would get the same amount of hell no. of, of, of hell accolades no. and, and accreditation not. if they Absolutely were not. still alive? Absolutely not. You know, Biggie put out so, two albums. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. you can't call it. Like, I mean, honestly, I think Biggie's the greatest. Like, I, right. I love that nigga. You know what I'm saying? But if we're being realistic about it, you can't call someone the greatest rapper ever off of two albums. Right. That doesn't make no sense, dog. When you got niggas like. Jay Z that's put out like ten platinum albums. You got niggas like Wayne that have been doing this shit since they were twelve. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like but 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 Biggie is the greatest to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I I'm even saying that knowing that I'm like contradicting myself. But like like it doesn't like it doesn't it just doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Because like can't call someone the greatest if their body of work doesn't even like sustain. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But what's crazy to me though is like. That nigga died at like what twenty four. Young age. Nigga was he a was kid. Young. G. I mean, Pop was like twenty five. <laughs> yeah, right. these niggas they were, were young, kids, man. and but we look no. at them. What's crazy is that I'm still looking at Biggie and Pac interviews. Like, yo, these niggas are smart as hell. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm like twenty seven years old looking at twenty four, twenty five year olds. Like these niggas is wise to to um to be even more in love with something or to really appreciate something when that person's dead and. And it's something that's very, very apparent. You don't really see that enough in like sports or something. Because if you're dead, you're just you know. But in in, in art, nah, people in people art, in sports they get praised music. after they die. Yeah, they get praised, and sometimes they I get mean, praised because they died during their career. I don't if know. They died well, well let's look at Glenn Bias, right? Glenn, Glenn Bias. Glenn Bias. Yeah, you know what I mean. Bias, Nobody yeah. is like, oh, he's a great. What he, he could have? People no, still suck Glenn Bias. He could have been. He could have yes, been. He but now, but and he was in college. Yeah, but but people don't hold them to that regard. It's like the same way how people still consider Tupac and Biggie the best rappers alive, even though they haven't. You know, well, what I mean? with, or or for example, true. like like Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. How like as soon as he died, the Joker became like people were competing. Now, now it's but, like Batman or Joker. Which side are like right. Batman? Joker's just as you know world renowned yeah. as Bat. And I, I would it I, probably I would is put it on everything. It was because of Heath Ledger's role in in, in that movie. That's, you know that's what I mean? very true. Now, yeah. would he get that accreditation if he was still alive? We, we don't, can't. I mean, who we, knows? We, we, we <laughs> who knows? Right, but yeah, that's that's I, a di- uh, that's that's kind of different. But like we've just seen it. Tra- I mean, we've just oh. seen it with Biggie and Pac. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's why we can like say like we've seen it. Like since like nigga, since I've been like able to coherently understand shit for myself like i've been growing up i've been growing up understanding that biggie and Pac are here when it comes to rap dog. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and everyone else is just playing for like you know what i'm saying second place like you know what i'm saying they just been put in that sp- kind of like michael jordan has been put in that spot and it's like really no one can take him from that spot it's just from like it's just like who can get there too? You know what I'm saying? It's right. like no one can ever like knock him off there. It's just like who can also be up there? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And we just kind of put Biggie and Pac in there. Heath Ledger didn't really do anything before the Joker to even like say he's a 
You know what I'm saying? Like that 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 performance was iconic, but like with acting, it's like you know what I'm saying? Like Will Smith did some iconic shit and then after that didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like you know what I'm saying? So it's like with acting, it's like sometimes your best role like you don't your best roles can be like not your last performance type mm-hmm. shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. Um and you know, just to, to Phil's point, I feel like, you know, society that we live in, you know, nowadays some a lot of people want to give you your roses, you know, when, when you're dead. Yeah. When yeah. you're gone, you know. And yep. um you know, we got to get away from that. Shout outs to uh, Mark Echo for for sparking that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about yeah. Mark though, Cause, like because it's the art, man. Because it's because it's all about art, dog. Mm-hmm. I, I believe this whole shit is about art and like our appreciation for it. You know what I'm saying? That was one of my favorite interviews. To be completely honest, yeah. you know, um, we went to it was in the complex offices. Um, so this is his building that he yeah. owns. Yeah, and you know, we were sitting there just talking about life and you know he had a book come out called unlabel um so that's what he was really promoting um was basically how to build your brand without selling out yeah and you know who, who better to sort of give you that advice and then mark echo yeah. who, who had sort of done that um and you know he's a special guy man very humble um you know he, he talked about you know being a manager and micromanaging for years and then realizing that that was not the way to go you know what i mean and just falling back and letting people you know do them is and, that when it shit took off uh or is that what he what did he what did he say about that exactly no i mean i think it was mostly with echo where he was mostly micromanaging and 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 sort of like you know uh just making sure he was on top of everything and, uh-huh. and not realizing that you know you have to have faith in the people that you put in the positions mm. uh, to do, you know, mm. what you what you hire them to do. Yeah. Um, which was just something that, you know, I, I took away from him as well. Um, you know, I remember this wasn't even part of the interview. I asked him after the interview. I'm like, sheesh, man, there's this thing, Twitter, you know, Twitter, like everybody's on it. People were on it in college and everything. And I don't have one yet. You know, I'm thinking about creating one. I still one. don't have one. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, sheesh, what do you think? You know, should I get one? Um, should I start tweeting? Like, what? Like, I've noticed that a lot of people in this industry are, are, are on it. And he's like, you know what, man? Twitter is a tool. It's mm-hmm. just a tool. Yeah. It, it's it's not a way of life. It's not something you wake up and, and do and do. You know, mm-hmm. that, that you know, it's a tool. You use it as such. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to 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 perform whatever it is that you need to get done. It's just a tool. Yeah. And um, I mean that that stuck with me as well. Um, you know, the way he looks at social media. He he was the first one that made me sort of think about like, you know, it's not about likes. It's not about getting likes. It's not about followers because at the end of the day, if you're not putting out you know quality content or your brand is shitty, but you have a bunch of followers. What is it? What's, it's still what's, a shitty brand with a bunch of still, followers. Exactly, <laughs> like, a shitty brand with a bunch real. of followers. That's yeah. it, you know. So it's really about focusing on the work and focusing on the product and Man, that's all the I content and continuing to do that regardless of the likes and the yeah. follows and all that social media shit that people think is like makes you cool and whatnot. But you have to have substance, and and he he preaches that, you know. And so that's how, how you, you build a brand. So how do you rate your success then? If you don't, I, well, I guess, are you saying pay attention to it, but you can't live by it? That can't be your. I feel like that doesn't. Sizzle. I feel like that doesn't even amount to success. Like mm-hmm. I feel like you rate your success based on like what you in your head decide success is to you, and like how close you are to that. You know what I'm saying? 
Honestly, because yeah. like, like, so it's per- it's all perception. It's, it's all perception. It's, it's, it's all perception. You, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like, your idea of success is gonna be completely different from mine. It's gonna be con- completely different from Ch's. You know what I'm saying? So like, so you know what I'm saying? Like, who's to say sense, like how do you sense. rate your success? Like, it's all about how you rate it. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know. But there has to be some kind of general benchmark. Why? Just, like, what? Is, what? Is, what would? You know? What would? The, what would you call the general benchmark? Money. Like what about yeah, it? I mean, like, in, in this like capitalist society in America, yes, you know, money that, is that a is, word. Is it's not a. a like, what do you like? What about you're, money? You're, success, you're act, so people being able, you accumulate money from whatever your product is, or so whatever your. So you're saying you're, having money? Yeah, have, I'm having saying, how much money? Not not having money, but gaining money for what you're putting out for your product. That lets you know your product is actually being utilized. It's something that's in. It's it's. I don't know. I I just feel like it's a form of affirmation it's a form of letting you know you are going about it the right way you know what i mean that's that's I, that's true i feel like goals and benchmarks is a huge thing that's and true but everybody is not like pushing a product no i agree you know what you know what that's interesting everybody actually, is a because product. um when i when we were talking when i was speaking with with mark echo um during that interview i asked him a question um about you know his definition of success mm-hmm. and um like he was releasing the book and i asked him you know would how do you def, how would you define success for this book? Is it going to be on the amount of copies you sell, or is it based on the amount of the impact mm-hmm. um, that you have from people reading the book? Is it is it more about you getting the letter or email saying from someone saying, "Wow, this book changed my life," right. opposed to selling you know five to ten million copies of the book? Right. Like, what is more meaningful to to you? And ultimately, I mean, you know, he's he he was rich at the time already. So, mm-hmm. you know, he he said that you know it's more about the impact, you know. And I think that is another benchmark that that people, um, you know, for. use for success as well. Is, gotcha. is impact is you know, am I impacting others? Am I, you know, am I really making a difference or or, or whatnot? Um, I think those are other benchmarks. Yeah, that's why I feel like that's well. why I, that's mm-hmm. honestly why I feel like success is measured different from everyone. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he can say that's what his is. You know what right. I'm saying? Others can say whatever dollar amount you make is mm-hmm. your benchmark. Others can mm-hmm. say like how much free time you have is your. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, right. you're you're successful because you can afford to not work. That doesn't mean you're like rich, but you don't have to work because you don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's right. all kinds of different reasons yeah. for like that. And personally, and, like, I, I like to break success down. I mean, like, are you a successful friend? Yeah, you know like, I mean? yeah, are, like, are you, life. That's are what I'm saying. I feel you. Successful at being a son. Life you is so I mean? um like multifaceted that you have yeah. like a are whole a bunch of different roles. Father? And a whole are you bunch, successful a whole bunch in of your craft? Are you successful? You know, in just so many different areas of yeah. life that you can reach success. It's not just about career. You know, I think, I think, I think. It's just a bigger picture, and you know, That's you want to be successful in life in general, opposed to just in career. You that's know, real. and you know, that's how I look at it in a sense. So. That's real. Um, um, you know, uh, back back to it. Yeah, after ahead. Mark, you know, after Mark Echo, um, you know, there, there was some other super influential uh, interviews that I did. Um, Sheesh, T Pain um, interviewing Shaq for the first time. And- <laughs> I remember yeah. I saw you with Shaq in what Lonzo morning or was it yeah, Charles yeah. Barkley? I, mean, I, I interviewed Shaq this year. Oh, a couple year. times. I yeah, I saw the one I've from this year. I interviewed Shaq three times. Um, Where to, to Shaq three being or a fool? Times, that's my dog yeah. in my head. Um, the first <laughs> is he time, funny in real life? Like, is he? He's a clown. Shaq is hilarious. Yeah, Shaq is as hilarious he is a clown. as you think he would be. I mean, I, 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 like, I bet he's like, the same person he is on TNT. He's just being him. 
It's yeah, that's what I'm part. saying. Like exactly. him, Charles, all them niggas is actually funny. <laughs> he really is. Um, guy is so funny. Uh, when I when I interviewed him this year, I, I was so I was sitting so close to did him. Did he recognize you? Him. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, yeah he did. Which is cool. And it, it takes it's people. Like, some time. What's good, yeah, bro? It, t- it takes. Nah, it wasn't like <laughs> yeah, you that. Back, but, you know, <laughs> you, you know, back, bro. Not to remind him. Yeah, yeah. I interviewed you from Vibe back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's I remember. Lit. You know. But um, sheesh, I, I, this time I was sitting right next to him. And I'm just looking at like his head, and it's just like Big as massive, man. Like like the dude is seven foot dude, tall, yeah, and he's right. just his like his body is massive. Yeah, like, he's a big body like a, dude. Look like a fucking statue. The voices, you know what I mean? He, yeah, yeah. Just, Kobe's the greatest. You know Kobe's I mean? the greatest. <laughs> he, he has my a, ass taste. Right, right. <laughs> you know, so he has a super deep voice. But the guy is is super smart. A lot of yeah. people don't know that he has he has a doctor's degree. What? You know what I mean? He's, he he's did a, get a doctor from LSU, mm-hmm. didn't he? Uh, no, 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 not, no, from, not LSU. from LSU. This was somewhere else. But. I remember seeing him graduating LSU like semi recently. Like, yeah, he it was he after his back, NBA career. He went back career. to graduate after he. Um, and then he went back to school. To Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. What's his doctorate in? Ah, man, I, I'm not 100% Dunking. sure on that. Yeah, Rebounding. so I'm not going to. Rebound. Right, I'm not even going to speculate, but the guy, he's smart, man. Yeah. He's super smart. Uh, he has kids now, you know. His son, one of his sons, is actually, I think his name is uh, Shakur. Maybe. Yeah, he's balling, right? Yeah, Sharif, yeah. Sharif O'Neal, and he's balling. he's he's a prospect, you know. Um, Shaq, Shaq is a good guy, you know. One of my interviews with him, I asked him. It was a lot of like uh, police brutality going on during yeah. that time. I think it was around the time of Mike Mike Brown, mm-hmm. and you know, so the the country was was sort of just like you know, um, in, in like an uprest, yeah, and an uproar and. You know, he he didn't want to comment on that. You know, he he sort of like took, he sort of you know fell back from those questions and and was just like, you know, he didn't want to talk about police brutality or like you know what's going on in certain communities and and whatnot, which I thought was okay. I thought I thought it was fine. You know, he's he's not he's he's not the social. Yeah, he's dude. not the he's, he's not the he's the not fucking. You know? Yeah, I mean, or even uh, what's his name? Charles, uh, Charles Jesse, Barkley what's his actually name? did a lot of um like. Yeah, no, Charles Bar- Charles, Charles will talk. Charles yeah. Charles yeah. will talk yeah. about. That's you know, what I'm saying. But everybody not trying wasn't. to be the spokesperson for black right. people. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying? like everybody not right. trying. It's but that's but that's funny because well, like sometimes like people will be like, oh, this person should say something, or like look what this person said, like dog, like. Stop looking at what people saying, mm-hmm. dog. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. what do you think? And then if somebody's along with your same same thoughts too, then you can appreciate that. But like, stop expecting people to say mm-hmm. things that you want mm-hmm. them to say, dog. That's like, true. no, that's, everybody's that's, not your that's personal. So, that is valid. Person, that's dog. so like, valid, man. But um, in the same sense, though, you know, some public figures they're on a platform, so that's true. So I get that. I get that. Models, so I get that. So they they're, they're at least wondering, like. You know, what are your thoughts on saying? this? Because I look up to you. It's I like, get that. I get that. But if people if people feel comfortable, like you got the people like Killer Mike that will mm-hmm. come out and like tell you about like, you know what I'm saying? He'll, he was he was educated. He was, on he was he, and he wants to be. The thing is, he wants to be. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He chooses to do that. Like, I would rather have him speak for black people than like, you know what I'm saying? Where is people, be pointing, people be <laughs> no, no, people. 
I saw a fucking around election time. I saw a fucking thing of young thugs circulating around about like, what do you think about like Mike Brown being like? Why are you right. asking young right. thug what he right. cares right. about? Right. Like, dog, I, right. I would never like. Yeah, I love his music. <laughs> I love Young Thug's yeah. music. Yeah. I would never want him speaking for me on anything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Here's I, I don't even thing. care. I don't even care what right. he thinks Here's about a lot of things. You With know what I'm saying? And to his defense, so why he's probably dodging the questions and stuff. And mm-hmm. I want to ask you this from your journalism background and everything. Yeah, I I strongly feel like no matter what a person's stand is on things especially somebody like Shaq or people that are like in the limelight all the time mm-hmm. like no matter what people will take it and criticize it no matter yeah. what you say yes. so either way Even, you can't, there's no writer I mean there, there is a writer on but like no matter what you say you can't please everyone you can't please exactly. everyone you're gonna dis- especially when you got that many eyes on you so and so, then you so, know, me, so would you wouldn't you rather just like you know I don't want to you know what I mean that, just cause yeah. I know he probably, like, had his, he probably had his own thoughts that he that was in his head, but it's like I don't right. want to. He's on TNT. He's you know what I'm saying. Like I, mean, I don't want to. In this day and age, that. you could you know say something you know as eloquently as you want, mm-hmm. and you know touch on all the topics and all the points, and you know really rally the masses and everything. But the you news is gonna take a certain soundbite. You, you know what I mean? Yes. They're not gonna take the entire the quote. Thing. You know they may not take everything you said. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take the soundbite. And you know, if if he says something wild in that soundbite, that's what they're gonna take, and yeah. they're gonna run with that. And and that's 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 what that's you know what we live in today. That is. You know? But that's as a journalist, do you feel that that is the direction that like ideal in this ideal world that you want to live in? And and I know somebody like you have studied German, like you're a second mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. journalist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is that the direction that you? That you would, I you would see fit for for journalism or or, or media or what, whatever it may be. Jeez, I feel man, like I mean, the point of 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 the media and the masses is to is to is, is to share the stories in the most appropriate and the most um, truthful way possible, and right. have people decide what they want to decide on it. Yeah, I think that is the that's the ideal um, approach. However, you know, we live in the the gossip era as well. Mm-hmm. We live in the reality TV era where, you know, you get, you get your news off Twitter. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, it's that's, dog. We're you don't very, get your news we are very drama driven. You get so, your news off Twitter so, and Facebook. Yeah, so again, we're very drama driven, so, you know, a lot of a lot of content is is geared towards drama and you know the what races can rile people up. What can what can rile people up? Right, and, and <laughs> the the beefs the rap beef, the rap so beef. beef. Somebody has beef with this person, and, yeah. and that's major news. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think as a journalist, me, I can speak for myself. I, I'm all about the truth. I'm all about you know what I mean. Uh, putting out exceptional stories and 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 really, you know, you know, doing it the way it's supposed to be. I, I'm not drama driven. I'm not about the gossip. But you know, that's that's the age we live in, man. We live in a very you know, it's, it's super salacious. It's, mm-hmm. it's, we have these headlines that are just like crazy. And this, the whole story may not even be about that. But the headline is like, you know, it's again, you just take a soundbite and you make that the headline. Mm-hmm. So so somebody scrolling through their feed and they just click on that. Oh, man. Um, they don't even click on it. They read the headline yes, and, then right. they, and then they talk and then they talk about it as if they read the whole exactly, shit. Exactly. Right. That's, the head, that's you know what they call our generation. Nicki Minaj like hates Cardi B. What's crazy is that, that like that or, you know what I mean? headlines are so like like it's literally headline like 
you hire people to write a headline, great ass yeah. headline for you. You know what I'm saying? The like the, the the news is in the headlines. Like nigga, this is news. I'm gonna just share. They share it yes, to their yeah, timeline yeah, exactly. as if like at, dog. Like you don't even know you what you like share. Decide whether you want to read it. Or other people yeah. like you're sharing the headline. You got oh, everybody that's on your ti- Now you got everybody on your timeline looking at this shit, dog. I mean, right. That's that's where you get the TMZs. You know, that's where you get the gossips. That's where you get the uh, the shade rooms and and, and they're making know, money. They're yeah, they're they're, yeah, they're growing. They're profitable. You know. That's that's the era we live in, you know, the the blog era, like we spoke about earlier, sort of birthed all of that. Um and that's where we're at now. I think that I think that we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. I think mm-hmm. we'll figure it out online and online news and online content and blogging. I think we'll we'll figure it out. Obviously, we have Trump. What do you mean everybody. we'll figure it out? I feel like this is what it is. Yeah, you know, you got Trump calling people fake news and everything. So I think some of the legit news outlets started to really make sure that you know they're legit, right? And, you know, they're they're actual news and the stuff is real, it's factual. Um, but then you're always gonna have your your bossups. I think I think you're gonna have TMZs yeah. moving forward because people. That's, I mean, honestly, that's what more people want. That's which true. is you know what I'm saying. Which like it's cool, it's cool. It's just that like you know what I'm saying. Like don't to me, it's like. If you're living, if you're living in that world, like stay in that world. I don't really care about like what. But the thing is, I, 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 I have my own dog. We have, we all have our own truths. That's mm-hmm. that's what really the situation sense, is. Yeah. We all have our own truths. Like Donald fact, Trump really thinks fact, he's truthful you know? in the shit that he's saying. Like he's he's fucking delirious as fuck, but he thinks he's truthful. You right. know what I'm saying? Like right. you, there's like there's no. There's no other way that the president of the United States can be saying shit that is not true and like saying it so confidently unless he was unless he really believed Truly it to be true like you know what i'm saying like, like this nick like he's just delirious we yeah. just have to understand that he's delirious as fuck you know what i'm saying so it's like you know that's the only like he probably thinks like he is truthful in all the things that he's saying mm-hmm. we'll just you know what i'm saying credit yeah. that to being delirious <laughs> but like at the same time i live in my own truths too and i tr- i try to make like the content I put out there is truthful as I know it to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I know that I'm not on no like delirious shit, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So well, speaking yeah. of content you, you putting out there, and um and I wanna ask you this because you, you definitely hit on and this is one of my favorite um um I guess sources to read is the Huffington Post. Yeah. And I know you've done some work with the Huffington Post. Shout mm-hmm. out to um your new yeah. journey's got I on think there. we we were talking about the other day how like how news and stuff it's changing and how like literally people go on to Facebook and Twitter to get their news now. Yeah. And one of my biggest news outlets or e-news is, is Huffington Post. So what, yeah. like, what, what can you tell us about like Huffington and um, the legitimacy? You know, I think Huffington Post is a great outlet. Yeah, um, super legit. I think they've, they've built their, their, their publication um, online as mm-hmm. a legitimate source. Um, you know, they, they had, they broke uh, a bunch of news um, in the past I mean, they've they've won Pulitzer prizes, which is like you know an esteemed award yeah, for journalism. Um, did they come up off the? Um, did they come up off the social media era? Like, because that's yeah, when I heard I about them. Like, but I don't know, yeah. like, how long have they been around? Yeah, I mean, they're relatively new. Yeah, I mean, so they came the up last, off the social media era, at least within the last ten to fifteen years. Yeah, um, mm. the, you know, the social media publications are gonna be the ones that win. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll see. as I mean, we we'll move see. forward, I, it's inevitable to me. Yeah. It's like it's like that's where people that's where people are, you know what I'm saying? So if you're if you're hip to delivering news in that medium, that's where it's gonna like that's where it is and that's where it's going. We're not going back to like 
newspaper. Paying super attention to like newspapers and like you know what I'm saying. TV, TV, no, TV, 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 right. You're right. You're right. Like you're right. We're not. So like we're Huffington not Post, go back. the Bleacher right. Reports, like because those the, are the younger generations are, are are looking to you know their phones, the social mm-hmm. uh, media outlets social and outlets, the publications yeah. that have been built on that. So yeah, th- that is the future. Um, however, I, I still feel like you know the Times, the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, mm-hmm. um, you know these the Chicago Sun, the Baltimore Sun, um, the, these these are staples in, in in journalism that I believe that will will remain. You know, I think that they they have an audience that that will stick with them mm-hmm. through the through the test of time until you know, they die um, off. Well, they're no, nah, but they're also they're also <laughs> evolving. They're also getting with it. They have their own social media outlets and their yeah. own e outlets. Like, I wouldn't even, but. But they're not. They're they're trying to stay relevant. Not, I think they are trying doing the best. Yeah. Like like yeah. the New York Times are doing a really good job of it. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, at the end of the day, you're not gonna find the information on sheesh this this Russian hacking on Bossip. You know, you're not gonna I'm not find, talking about the You're not gonna stuff. find it on World Star. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, but these those are, are but investigative those are, journalists. Nah, that, I'm not I'm not comparing. The New York Times, the Bossip, and Worldstar. I'm comparing the New York Times to Huffington Post. Huffington Post right. is not. I wouldn't even compare Huffington Post to Worldstar. Right. Huffington Post is the news gener. Is the news? Uh, it's like the Worldstar news. It's like you know what I'm saying. It's like it's the social media of news. Right. So I it's see like what you're like, yeah. people like, are like catch up to it. Like it like Worldstar is like the that. social media of celebrity shit. Worldstar is like the social media Jerry Springer. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't compare Jerry Springer to fucking Fox 5 News. I think, you know, HuffPost is a is a great platform. HuffPost um, is up there. It's, it's definitely a great platform. Um yes, yeah, so I was recently, you know, Yeah, let's talk about to, that. I was recently able to do an article for them. Um, but before I got to the HuffPost, I'm sorry, man. I got to take I got to take it back to how I got there yeah. and yeah. just sort of like, you know, why I even started, you know, why I even reached out to the HuffPost yeah. and everything. Um, you know, after Mark Echo Sheesh, I, I mean, I was able to this one interview with uh, with Ludacris, um, an editor actually just took a chance on me, and the interview was in Atlanta. Um, it was for Budweiser. I guess she she couldn't go. She went to another interview with Big Boy in New Orleans, and she asked me. She was like, "Hey, did you do you want to go to Big Boy in New Orleans, or you want to do a Ludacris in Atlanta?" And honestly, I was I was like, "I'll do either one." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll do either one. And somehow it got so so it just got decided. So she yeah. went to New Orleans. I went to Atlanta. And I mean, again, I'm still an intern, man. Yeah. I'm not even getting paid. So. Yeah. You know, at the same time, my parents are like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're working for free right now. And, like, you're devoting a lot of time to this. And, like, we understand this is your passion. But, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Um, Parents just don't understand. And, yeah, I'll be honest with you. At that time, sheesh, I'm, I'm like, staying with, like, my grandmother in the New York in New York. Um, th- things didn't work out there, and I had to stay with my cousin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm staying with family members just so that this could you work can keep out. Doing shit. Yeah. yeah, you know I'm still having a great time in the city. Yeah, you know, but I, I'm not paying rent. Yeah. I'm, I'm with family to make scrap. You know my my yeah to sort of like make my dreams work out. And um, but yeah, so you know Atlanta. I I got flown to Atlanta. Um, is I'm on a I'm on a plane. You know, flying to Atlanta. Just thinking, like, damn, like, like this is what it can be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is, you know, this I, I like this. Yeah, you know? it's lit. And um, 
I was the only one to interview Ludacris there. It was a great interview. I, I was a little nervous nervous at first. Luda was like one of the first albums that was bought for me. Ooh, I got the that edit- word of mouth. Yeah, I got the edited version of word of mouth. Word of mouth. That was know? my shit. Oh, that was my right. shit. Right. That was like that had to be like middle school. Dude, every, yeah, every word of mouth. Yeah, been like exactly. Yeah, you can't right. get exactly. that explicit. You can't get that explicit version. Um, but you know that was a great interview as well. Um, after that, uh, sheesh, I got flown to Chicago to interview Derrick Rose, Lit. Um, which Jeez. was awesome. Yeah, I got- That parody. had to have been like his rookie year? No, this or was like- I MVP season? He was still with Chicago, so it was maybe the third or fourth year with them. Um, oh, that's when he's on top of the game. Yeah. He won the MVP exactly. in Chicago. This was like, yeah, maybe a year or two after the MVP. This was- after his first injury, first ACL. yeah, yeah, he's coming so, back. So you know, D Rose been injured a couple times now. Mm-hmm. This was like after his first inju- injury, and again, I'm flown to Chicago. I'm staying in like the W in Chicago, downtown Chicago, sweet ass five star hotel, Paid and for it. it's just like I'm like wow, like like these are perks. Yeah. Like, like the, this is life. That's yeah, real. Like, like yo, I may not be getting paid, but, but I mean, at least you're living the life that you, you're doing something that you want to do and right. it's not costing you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, I, it costs, well, it costs, I mean, but, it costs, you know? Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true, but, but you I don't see know. The, the future. You're like, dude, I'm exactly. flying out here. I'm trying to, to me, I, to me, I feel like there's costs in everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even things that you don't want to do, like right. there's cost, like you 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 pay gas money to go to work every day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you exactly. pay for your lunch when you get there. Yeah, like, I had to there's, pay. The there's cost. There's cost do, working everything. But the thing is, like when you're doing the shit that you want to do, there's mm-hmm. something about that. Dog. The utility. Yeah, I mean, and then ultimately, I worked my way up where I'm like, yo, I'm talking to the other in chief, and I'm like. I need to be compensated because it and and they they realized it too. You know they were they like were asking you, know, you to do so much. Yeah, you know I'm. I, they had me doing like I was like the the late night editor on like the weekends mm-hmm. or like you know so I'm staying up to like got to eleven o'clock. Like, take advantage. Huh? Yeah, like, got to you know, like, you I'm advantage. working Friday nights just to put blog posts yeah. on on, on vibe.com. So you know it got to a point where they was like, yeah, you know we'll, we'll throw you some some bread. It was like a monthly stipend. And you know we, we, it, that was cool. That that's when I first started to see real money for it. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, it, it wasn't nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, it, it was good. You yeah. know, and um, after that, you know, I, I eventually moved on from Vibe, moved on to Complex. I started covering, um, doing style. I was doing. A did lot of uh like, did your interview with Mark Echo play into you getting hired at um, Complex at in all? A, in a sense, but no. Unfortunately, it didn't. I, I, That's cool. I just wanted you know, to I was, asked, I was wondering. No, it's, it's, it's interesting you asked that because, you know, after the interview with Mark, I, I asked him, I was like, you know, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you like, need yo, any man. writers? <laughs> that nigga's hiring? <laughs> like, shit. Like, shit. Nah, nah. Man, you know I'm motivated. You know I'm driven. He said, right. I'm trying to be like you, bro. Right. <laughs> this is off record. Um, right. Nah, we, we had a, we, it was a great interview. And, you know, it was just sort of like, I would love to contribute to Complex. Yeah. I like what you guys are doing yeah. and everything. And he was like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I put you in contact with Noah and Joe and, you know, the people over there and everything. You know, I think I followed up, but it wasn't, it, it didn't materialize. Yeah. Right. So, you know, eventually I reached out on my own and was able to get it on my own merit. You okay. know, so I started doing style for Complex and um, just covering a lot of high fashion brands and streetwear. and. Yeah. I thought that was cool, man. I, I love. I, I that's part of me. Is that you how know? you started fucking with the hundreds? 
Yeah. Uh, in a sense, because, I mean, the hundreds was dope since we were in high school. Yeah, I know. You know? But I'm so saying as far I, as, like, I, the how you fucking with them now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, actually, because... Um, you know, I wrote a lot about the hundreds while I was on comp was I was at Complex. I wrote a lot about Supreme. I'm writing about Givenchy. I'm writing about um, Louis Vuitton and you know, uh, Hood. What are you writing about exactly? Are you writing Hood about by, how like I'm these writing about brands their, are coming up? No, I'm, like, I'm literally writing about their clothes. I'm not writing about designers. I'm writing about like you know, oh, these people is, are wearing this. Or, yeah, like, what no, are you talking about? Uh, no, this is their fall winter line. The winter, this has yeah. This many <laughs> so what are you writing he about it? Like, are you writing your take? Yeah. I'm saying, are you writing? Like, are you writing like your your thoughts on their line? Like are your opinions? Like, or like, yeah, what? it's just like, hey, this is their spring summer. Um, but it's a general opinion. It's like a general in consensus. A sense, like, but it, Louis Vuitton is coming out with this this spring. This is probably what's going to be in with Louis, exactly. and he's going this way with his trends this year. Right. They have a bunch of button downs. They have. They have. Um, velour suits, or they, you know, they're also introducing overalls in this line. <laughs> Let me ask you this: what what helped you? See, what it's helped the fashion you say, uh, I know, because no, I'm I really like I like fashion. Yeah. Man. What what helps what helps you stay relevant in that? Was it the fact that you're um, living in New? Because I think New York is like the fashion capital. It's at least one of the, them. Yeah, the United it States is. is concerned. It's one of the fashion capitals. You know what 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 really influenced your drive and like your understanding of fashion? Um, I think, you know, as a journalist, uh, even in, in college, I wanted to be versatile. So I didn't mm-hmm. want to just cover one thing. I didn't want to just be hard news. I didn't always just want to be like sports or I didn't want to just do entertainment. I mm-hmm. wanted to be versatile and cover whatever I wanted to cover and be knowledgeable about it all. Um, and I felt like I could do that. So, but, you know, fashion is definitely driven from just being in New York. Yeah. Um, I mean, the style is on a different level up there. Uh, sheesh, I, I, it, being in college, it's like at St. John's, it was literally like a fashion show. Yeah, a fashion uh, show. Yeah, yeah it, it was because, I mean, mm-hmm. you're, it's, I'm surrounded by these New York kids that have been growing up with these brands and their faces all, yeah. all the time. And, you know... So so yeah, that that's sort of where I think my style sort of developed and sort of like picked up. It was in New York because you know there's just so much brands and that you know it's it's so driven and what you're wearing. So literally, literally, Phil, real quick, literally, like in New York, I'm like before you like shake somebody's hand or they look you in your eye, they look they're at your looking shoes. at your <laughs> shoes. I, I promise you, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly like, what you're, you're saying. Yeah, it's not, it's not eye to eye contact. Yeah. It's not like, hey, how you doing? It's, it's shoe and then up. shoes, shirt, shoes, belt, shoes, belt, shoes, jeans, belt. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> by, by then, they've already made like sort of like your whole judgment. Yeah, they've already sort of judged. Can dress or you can't. And yeah, so so I, I went to Complex, started covering those brands, um, had a good time there, um, did it for about six to eight months. Yeah. This wasn't nothing long term, but yeah. even through that time period, I learned a lot. That's enough um, to grow, man. Huh? That's enough time to grow. Yeah, you know, I, I interviewed Cameron for the first time Lit. for Complex Style. And, um, Was that at Broccoli City? No, no. You know what? Actually, you're right. I, I interviewed Cam for Vibe. Um at Broccoli City, oh, and then I did Cameron for Complex um, at the Rucker Park in Harlem. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, you know, great opportunity. I'm learning more about style. After that, I think I did some. I did some hype beast. I was working with hypebeast.com, more style. Um, after that, I got a, a, a 
a great opportunity. Uh, to be honest, this was my first salary gig. Um, I started working for a company called Hip Hop DX. Yeah. Um, over in um, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, you know, all hip hop. Was that when they were just coming up? Because, I mean, hip hop DX is huge now. Were they huge then? Yeah, they, were, they were still huge I feel then. Like they're relative, are they relatively new? Or they're, no? They, they're, no, they, they've been a while. They've been around for a while now, actually. Um, I want to say early 2000s. Word. But um, that was like one of my first salary gigs in the industry. Um, again, they flew me out to California. I'm th- that's when I, that was my first time going to LA. You know what I mean? And that, that's another wake up call. And I'm just like, 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 yo, damn, I'm out here. I'm out here. Yeah, I'm literally out there by myself. It's crazy how like it's yeah. crazy how like when you're doing some shit you fuck with you you don't realize like what you're doing until you have those moments where you're somewhere that you've never been Drop before down. because of the thing that you're mm-hmm. doing. And it's just like, damn, like this shit got me here. Yo, so and what's true. crazy? Yo, you know what's really crazy is that like. You put me on to a lot of like the things that I've done for first time things. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like it's crazy. Like this nigga's naming all these celebrities and he's met and shit. Mm-hmm. You put me on to a lot of like the celebrities that like I've met for the first time too. Like Amen. Donnie Simpson. Like for real. Like it's yeah. really crazy. I got to tell this story now. Actually, <laughs> nah. This <laughs> this is the, get to you're the reason. Let's get no, there. but Hold not on. even that. Not even the Donnie Simpson shit. The I'm gonna talk about the Broccoli City shit. Okay, because uh, like. You were the reason I got to the Broccoli City shit, but like that was for when, the hundreds, right? For, for the, the hundreds, hundreds, yeah, for the hundreds. But fucking that, the hundreds was right after was right after Hip Hop DX. Yeah, like, yeah. So. so like fucking, what's crazy is that like me. So we did our first like nation, the first like nation vlog we ever did was at the very first Broccoli City. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Me, my nigga Tim, and Nico mm-hmm. just like randomly like got a flyer saying that like broccoli city was happening like the next day this was like you know what i'm saying vashti i think was the yeah vashti and big crit big crit was the headliner and vashti was was the the host and fucking like this was like the first thing we ever did for nation like vlog wise you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so fucking we take the camera go out there uh pretty much sneak in you know what i'm saying like college had no money like literally went up there spent all our literally but it's it's really crazy this was the first jump so like i guess they were just disorganized but Mm -hmm. like we literally had like no money like fucking like one of the dudes that's at the gate is like yo like give me uh twenty dollars and i'll let y'all all in like if you just slide me twenty dollars we give him twenty dollars this nigga gives us the twenty dollars back in change we fucking get like a little drop from Vashti. We end up like meeting Vashti. We end up meeting Big Crit, like on some crazy shit. Anyway, so that's the first time we go to Broccoli City. The next year, we sneak into Broccoli City. The next year, we sneak into Broccoli City. This was the first- So this is a habit. Yeah, so pretty much, so this is the, so so fast forward Shout to- to Broccoli City, man. Nah, because those are my niggas. Those are my, nah, like what's, what's crazy? No, it all comes, it all comes full circle, G. Money, G, it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. Right. So fucking CH, I think I do something with CH uh, randomly. You know what I'm saying? I start doing the video thing. He starts peeping what I'm doing with the video mm-hmm. thing. So he starts reaching out. You know what I'm saying? We do like a couple projects at this time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he hits me up like, yeah, I'm thinking about going to Broccoli City. This is when Future is my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, this was right before Purple Rain dropped. Like, yeah. right after like March Madness. He's like the hottest rapper on the planet right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I find out he's like going to be at Broccoli City. I have this stigma in my head that like, I snuck into Broccoli City before. I'm just gonna, Dude, I'm just gonna live the rest of my life sneaking into Broccoli Cities. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cool, yeah. that's just, that's just my thing now. You know what I'm saying? So like, so like, 
but now it gets to the point where it's like, yo, there's no way I'm gonna be able to sneak into this shit. Like it's future. Like this is the it's this big. is like having Michael Jackson at your like, security is gonna be biggest festivals. And what's yeah. crazy is that like the year before I realized like this isn't something they're gonna be able to actually the year before I did pay. The year before I paid, but I stuck my camera in. You know what I'm saying? So like actually I was paying. So that's when I realized like, yo, like they're not just like it's not gonna be able to just like sneak in. So like, yeah, I was paying before. And then I, that's this one I was like Damn, I'm really gonna. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to get my camera in. You know what I'm saying? And by the point, by the time I realize like how late it is in the game, it's like a week before tickets are sold out. I'm like, damn, like I really am trying to go to this shit. Like future's gonna be there. Like dog, like I have to go. I have no idea how I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna go. This nigga Ch literally hits me up like three days before Broccoli City. Like I'm driving. I remember I'm on my way to work. This nigga hits me up and is like, yo, like. You know what I'm saying? I'm, ta- I'm I'm talking to the Broccoli City organizers right now. I'm thinking about doing an interview with them. Like, are you free to shoot the jump? I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. nigga. I'm like, hell yeah. Thing, not even knowing if I'm gonna go or not. I'm just like, shit. I'll be. It'd be dope if I could just be in the room with these niggas. That's like, nothing short of destiny. Crazy, I'll crazy. It's all, all God. So like after. So then like I go into work. I'm just geeked at work, just thinking about all this shit. This nigga hits me up like the next day and is like, yeah, uh, yeah. So like. The, the interviews a go pretty much like and we also got passes for the for the for the festival itself like we're good to go for type sure. shit I'm Damn. like geeked I'm geeked C-H. I'm like I'm geeked oh. I'm like I'm like it's fucking lit <laughs> but it don't even that's not even it G that's not even it I'm wow. geeked at this point this nigga hits me up the morning of the interview I'm tr- I get trashed the night before yeah. this nigga hits me up the morning of and is like yo I can't make it can you do the interview yourself yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like yo just, just throw you just throw you I'm out like, there what? like I'm like do these niggas even know like who I am they even know I'm coming like dog right. like like nigga, I'm like literally like I'm like what the fuck yeah. G I don't know I don't know whether to be mad ain't like happy I don't know like I'm like what the fuck you know what I'm saying never done an interview before like what Damn, the fuck bro. you know what I'm saying yeah. so yeah I end up I, but I end up doing that joke Shit. shit was lit like them Yo, niggas was fucking he with me knocked, he knocked out the park knocked man. the shit knocked yeah. the shit out went to the jump the next day got to see future this shit's crazy dog the, the shit started raining when he started hitting purple rain like yeah. that shit was yo it was like magical it was, like, it was literally That's epic dope. like it was it was gloomy as fuck the whole day mm-hmm. gloomy as fuck as soon as this nigga comes on he even does like march madness right. as soon as he does like, i feel like it started raining when he did march madness on some epic shit yeah. like yo that was like it's yeah. really crazy and, and as I'm saying this shit, I'm like, dog, like this is the nigga that, like, I'm literally this like, this is the nigga that made that shit happen. As, yeah. as he's telling all his stories about like all the shit he's done, I'm like, yo, like this nigga really so, put me in the room with Future when like that was my idol. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, on some on some random look, shit. Look, like it's because like you know I, I saw the talent. You know, what yeah. I, mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't have just asked anybody. You yeah. know what I mean, um, you know, I believe in you. Yeah. I believed in you then. I, I still believe in you. That's why I'm here right now. You know what I mean, um. And that's what it is, you know. That's so, what it is, man. Because uh, we still do ulti- shit. We did the Huff posters together. Exactly. Ultimately, yeah. it, it, it's it's like I'm not the type of dude where it's like I want to enjoy this to myself. You know what Hell I mean? Nah, this this nah. this isn't. You know what I mean? I'm not selfish and like like if, if I see it's like better when you, know, you, enjoy you have it with some your talent, boys. we could work together. I want to work together. And you you're from you're from where I'm from. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's another thing where it's like. You know, I I want us to succeed. You know, you you you're smart. You know what I mean. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, I was gonna ask out of all the people you've worked with from like your college years and yeah. that blog that you started, all these like people mm-hmm. that are actual like he studied biology, right? You know what I'm saying. You're chilling people that are just starting journalism. All of this stuff, like 
Why Mac? What's right. crazy is that, oh, what's yeah, crazy no, that no, wasn't no, even the like, first thing that we did. We did, we did a bunch of cuz. Like, and I tell this, I don't, uh, let me answer for you because, like, <laughs> I, I don't know for real. I for real. No, I mean, I'm a, I, I want to tell my, why I think People why, and you can up. tell why you why. No, but okay. because I say this all the time, dog. Like, I was on Instagram just making videos, mm-hmm. G, for no money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I was just making videos because I like making videos, G. And I feel like you saw that and you mm-hmm. just was like, yo, like, you're making videos these days. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, uh, yeah, if you need one. <laughs> nah, but that's real because I tell people all the time, dog, like, do the thing you like doing. Like, mm-hmm. do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're good, opportunities will find you, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I swear to God, like, I, that's, that's the only reason I'm doing the things that I'm doing today, dog. Like, I, I believe in it so much. Like, like everyone wants to think about like how am I gonna pay for this? How am I gonna pay for that? How am I gonna do this? How am I gonna do that? I swear to God, like those things will kind of figure themselves. Like make enough money that you need to make to live the life that you need to live, mm-hmm. and then do this, and then like do everything else for free or for like out of the passion. And I swear to God, all those questions will answer themselves. Mm-hmm. G, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like if you don't need to worry, like yeah, if you need to worry about like twelve hundred dollars for rent. Make the $1,200 that you need to make doing what you need to do. That means if you need to get a nine to five to make the $1,200, do right. that. Mm-hmm. But after after your nine to five from like five o'clock to, from whenever you go to sleep, make your fucking videos. That's what I was doing, G. I was working when this nigga hit me up. I was, like I said, I was on my way to work when he was like, yo, uh, I'm doing the uh, Broccoli City interview. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't doing this shit my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I've only been really doing what I'm doing now for like two, three years. Like, but I've been doing it like for fun for like five, six. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. But yeah, but you can answer the question. Yeah, like, no, why? I mean, you, you know, me I, 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 I saw the vision really. You know, I, I think that um, he was one of the people that I saw that like had a vision for it. And just like he said that, you know, he was willing to work towards, you know, his his dreams and his goals. And he also was like master in his craft. At mm-hmm. the first time I reached out to him, you know, he wasn't the best. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? I realized, I knew that. I you're right. I, I probably We did knew. that in the lab shit. We did like four episodes yeah, of that yeah. in the you lab know, shit. Like, I probably was knew that like right that. after C L E? Like when was that? Um, I, we no, didn't no, even no, that, we, that didn't, was, we we breezed, we didn't even touch on that. When was right. that? Because um, you were still in New York when we did that. That was after DX. So we, we had, oh, we, that was, yeah. oh, oh, we yeah, hadn't got there. Damn, that's crazy. Um but um yeah, you know, he's one of the people that I saw, you know, definitely, you know, believed in this craft and somebody that I saw getting better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like, again, he's from where I'm from and he saw the vision. So I'm like, yo, like, let me like at least like try to help and like, you know, bestow some bestow some type of knowledge that I have, whatever mm-hmm. knowledge I have and and try to, you know, help him with with, with the way that it is and, and also just work together. You know what I mean? And, and just build. And, um, you know, he's positive um, and, you know, again, just working towards his, his craft and developing it. Um, and I saw that um, from the beginning. You know what I mean? I was able to see that from the beginning. And, and you know, here we are. Um, so so that, that's that's really why, you know, we started working together um, before and whatnot. Yeah, that's 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 yeah. why. What's what's been like your most memorable like moment, your most memorable interview, like your most memorable they are the the thing that's giving you the most like value as far as like guidance or just like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it's really tough for me to pinpoint um just one interview. Just uh, you can even pinpoint like just cuz and that's real, that's real. Like things don't happen as like this is the biggest thing, but just you know there's those steps that you take that's just like damn, like this is going to propel into something, you know what I'm saying? Bigger. Yeah. Um 
You know, really, it's what I tell people, really, the thing that's like the most memorable and the biggest to me is that I'm able to do something that I love and something that I'm passionate about. Super so real. it's hard for me to pinpoint like one interview where I'm like, damn, like, you know, it's like every moment feels special because you're doing this exactly. Shit. I feel every that same moment way. feels special I feel because I'm doing something I truly enjoy and. Um, you know, I'm lucky to do that because not everyone is, and you know, yeah. that's something that you know my my, my mom remind me. You know, not everybody is lucky to do what they they like to do or want to do or they're passionate about, and you know, I'm grateful for that. Um, it's interesting you know, though. Uh, you said I remember you saying a little bit earlier that you're you know what I'm saying your folks were kind of like what were you, what are you mm-hmm. doing you know what I'm saying yeah. when did and right. I just hear you say right now your mm-hmm. mom was like I'm glad you're doing what you're doing like exactly. when did when did that because I I, I kind of experienced that where mm-hmm. the, the the switch kind of flipped for my parents where they was like okay like this nigga's on to something right. like you know what I'm saying yeah. like let me like let him you know what I'm saying like it got to yep. the point where my, yes. I was it was like I had to keep convincing my parents like mm-hmm. yo like. I know what I'm doing or not even that I know what I'm doing but it's like this is what I'm trying to do this is what I'm trying and then it got to a point where they yeah. were like okay like he does know what he's doing like let's yeah. fall back and like just uh, uh, you know kind of like support him and appreciate yeah. what he's doing when did that happen for I you think, and your folks? I think it was really once I got the salary gig and okay. they saw like they knew okay, you okay you could be taking care of with right, the money and shit right you know I think that was one of the first signs where there was like Okay, wow, you know, so, you know, it's legit. He's, you know, he's on the staff now. Yeah. They're flying him out to Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, he, he works remote. However, the company flies him out uh, once a month or whatever the case may be. Um, and, you know, I think that's when they were, they sort of realized, like, yeah, you know, this, this was worth it. Cause I think, you know, they also was looking like, am I getting a return on my investment? Yeah. Cause, you know, they helped with college yeah. and everything. I'm grateful enough that they, you know, were able to contribute. Um, obviously I have student loans as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think that once, once I got the, the gig and the job, um, they, they realized that, you know, that, that this is legit. I think, you know, they were they were always proud though you know they they were proud of of, of uh you know different interviews and and articles that I did they 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 liked my writing and everything um but again I think once once we finally got the uh the the job the gig um for for DX is when they was like this is legit and you know we believe in you that's real um so they got behind me that feeling um, is I mean I don't want to speak for you but like how was that feeling for you like when your folks finally started like supporting you. Uh, I mean, sheesh, man. To be honest, you know what? Actually, when you when you back to your first question, uh, what you said was when do you feel? We felt like uh, what they was started your, like what was your greatest? In, what was your greatest? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. The greatest moment, greatest moment, greatest moment yeah. ride was really when I got an email from like my mom and my dad, and they're just like, "Yo, like I'm 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 proud of you. You know, like I, like you're you're good at what you're doing. I'm proud of you." And um. And yeah, you know th- those are the moments that like just just like touch you. And you're That's like, real. You That's know real. I mean? So, so yeah. So so you know, it's it's definitely about that. It, at the end of the day, and I'll tell people that I work with, or or you know, any critics or anybody that's you know that at the end of the day, as long as, as long as my mom, my dad, they they love the work, they love me, like I'm good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like. Fuck a hater, anybody on Twitter or whatever trolling or this that. That's or real. Like, Too many people worried you know I mean? about people that don't, don't even like. I don't care. I don't. <laughs> don't even people that you know don't even mean? like affect their mm-hmm. life. People be worried about exactly. it. Exactly. Make no sense to as me. As long as long as you know, mom's dad. They they you know they respect they respect it and they you know 
that that that's that's motivating, man. That's real. You know, that's 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 been motivational. I've, I've been fortunate, man. I mean, hip hop DX. I, I was able to to interview Fabulous, um, DJ Mustard. Uh, when did you interview Fab? I interviewed you Fab. Fab? Yeah. Fab, Fab is nigga. very chill. Yeah. Fab is exactly the laid back Young demeanor OG. that you would yeah. imagine. I was about to say, he seems very cool. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah same hell yeah. the demeanor that you imagine. But I also got a, a sort of feel from him that, like, you know, like, he, he goes off of energy as well. Like, like if you have a good energy, like, he, he, he can rock with, with you, you. But, like, yeah. if you're, like, lame or whatever, like, you're weird you. or something like that, like, he's he going to be reserved. He's going to be reserved. That. Exactly. What's his what's his what's his so sign? He, like what's his birthday? You know? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, did he um, fuck with you? Were yeah, you, he did actually. The first time I met him, I met him at I met him. No, I met him at the. CH is that type to be offer. You don't know what kind of you get. CH coming the room. Hey man, you'd be surprised, man. Fuck with you. Yeah, you'd be surprised. Like actually, I interviewed Jim Jones for Double XL. Yeah, like we're talking about energy and everything. Um, you know, so I'm interviewing him. We knock out the interview. And after the interview, we're in the studio, right? So he's working on a mixtape. He let me listen to the mixtape first. Then we do the interview. He's blowing all his trees yeah. and everything. Um, I'm asking him different questions about, you know, just how he got to where he's at. What's the what's the new tape going to be about? His relationship with Dipset, this, that, and the third. And at the end of the interview, he was like, yo, man, I like your energy. You should stay. Hmm. Word. Wow, yeah. It's he, lit. Yeah, yeah, it's lit. He like, yo, I like your energy. You should stay around. So I'm like, I'm like, yo, you know. I'm not gonna be like, nah, man, I gotta go. No, I gotta go. Man. <laughs> well, thanks for no thanks. Right. <laughs> like, so you know, I chilled. Um, and I, I think I tend to think that you know, like, I'm just chill, man. I, nah, you I, are. I, I'm the same way. A lot like, of, I, I feel like a lot you guys, of guys. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I promise you. But, I feel but, like a lot of people from G Burger that way. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just the cock. I don't know. It's not a cocky thing to say. It's just like a maybe. I feel that way because we're all from G Burger, but it's. Well, we I feel like I feel it to be true. Like. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's just an energy of like yeah. niggas being relaxed and like chill and not too, not too up, not too down about shit. Just and right, I don't know that because that's a, it doesn't, it's right not, energy, it's not a Gaithersburg yeah. trait, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying like that's a common thing around like dog. Like when I'm around people that aren't like my Gaithersburg crew, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or like the people that I grew up with from high school, like they be like, dog, like you're so like, like what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? Whereas like everyone else be like, yo, I'm the loud one. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas be looking at me like I'm the obnoxious one when I be like back yeah, home hey, and shit. Speaking about <laughs> speaking about Gaithersburg and how uh-huh. times were, yo, yeah. do you remember this? CH's mom goes out of town. Yeah, I knew. I I, I, I waited. It was was like it was like a Tuesday. It was like a Tuesday. CH's mom goes out of town. Can we even get into this? Are we old enough? Are we old enough that this is not even like something you can get in trouble for? We are. We are. It's fine. Some of the best times have been at CH's crib. When I before I even you. before we even had the relationship we have now, like mm-hmm. CH was like a older nigga that like everybody go to his house to like you know CH but not on some everybody go to his house all the time, but like nah, when CH niggas go to his house like CH used to hand pick the nigga. Select few and it's always it's a select time. It's gotta be like a Cinco de Mayo. It gotta be like it gotta be like a graduation. Night. come over you know that but too, but i i feel like the people that came over like it was kind of the same way how you're talking about the energy thing like you have to fit not that you have to but it's a general consensus it's a general like, consensus you're not of about like, the energy you just yeah. don't even invite because it's all different crowds it's, it's like three or four yeah. different crowds in the same you know? jank like, that was that was one of the cool things about Gaithersburg. It's like i watch like tv shows and stuff and i don't know if like other schools are saying we'll talk to people in a little bit but like 
at Gatesburg, there wasn't a thing that like nerds are like not cool and like nah. and like people that are into arts are like only football and jocks nah. can hang out. Like literally, if you were like down with it, if you if could, you, if you, like, if you, you could hold your hang, liquor, you know what I'm saying? There was a party. Cool. If you heard about <laughs> you know it, you can come through. Nobody yeah. be like, no, you're not allowed because yeah. you don't hang out. If with you, yeah, you, know you had to hear about it though. If you heard, if you, you heard about it, hear about it, and not everybody hear about everything. That's the thing. Like that's what I learned. Like when I was in ninth grade, I wasn't hearing about the moves that you know what I'm saying niggas was making. I was hearing about those. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I wasn't dog. I, I, I will not. I'm not ashamed to admit I wasn't really cool till like 10th or 11th grade. G, like that's real. Like when I was, you know, what I'm saying like even the people that I was hanging out with in ninth grade were making moves and they weren't telling me about it. Like, you know, what I'm saying like 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 Sean and Jake and Jeremy, dog. They right. they used to come to my house after they were at parties, dog. And like come to my house and sleep. Like, yeah, like come over my house and like be making noise because they were fucked up. Like you know what I'm saying. And I be yeah. getting in trouble because like my friends are making too much noise type shit. Right. Like, but nah, but like that's just real like it wasn't like there was no seclusion but it was like you had to have heard about the thing to be at the thing you, you know what i'm right saying energy. not everybody hearing right about now. everything i mean i think um you guys are exactly right you know just just being from this area it's, it's a unique area um in terms of diversity it's one of the most diverse um, places in the entire world. That's real. Mm-hmm. But one of the most lit nights was yeah. uh, one of the most lit nights was. I remember my. I remember the <laughs> night before he said go. The night before I graduated, it was like uh, I don't even remember what it was, but I guess niggas was just home from school. Mm-hmm. Me and you went over there. Me and Phil went over to your crib. You know, what I'm saying you didn't live too far from me. Got wasted. Was this when they put the hole in the wall? This might have oh, been. Man, this might have been. This, this like might have been that night. Coming home, this like, might have been that. Like, yeah, this, yeah. It was an epic yeah. night. It was. A, it was a. It was day two of a two day like it rager. It was a three day <laughs> rager. Three I think it was day two because it was the night before graduation. <laughs> yo, me and Phil. Me and Phil had to walk home on graduation. No, it was right before graduation hey, rehearsal. But I tell you, niggas were doing Never Everland in high school before Young. people even knew what Never it's Everland crazy, was. Dog. Yeah. Three day. Three day. Niggas. It was a three day rager, dog. We we we. I remember. I remember. Going over there on day one, like you know, saying this nigga was like, "Should I have a party tonight?" Yeah. It turned into a three day extravaganza. He was like, literally, we was literally cooking out on day one, like in the afternoon. He was yeah. like, "Should I have a party tonight?" And then it was like three nights of just turn, like raging into a festival, dog. But yeah, day two, niggas had to walk home because like. Niggas just I didn't have a ride home and then I ended up being late to graduation rehearsal the next day. Hot dog started telling me like, "Oh, you're not going to walk." I was like, "Bro." <laughs> like, you know what I'm like, bro like, not even that, but like, bro, like, you mean I'm not going to walk like cuz I was late to rehearsal? Like, yeah. come on, bro. But yeah, that shit that shit was crazy. I mean, I and think then, I um, think that shaped us all. You know what I mean? I that was real. That's that shaped, shaped that literally shaped, shaped the man that I dog. I I got to college, bro. I got to Hampton. Talk about HBCUs and not yeah. knowing what like white parties were. Not to call them white parties, but like parties where you're not like in a room full of like dark, just playing yeah. playing music. Did they play twerk. flip cup? I introduced my whole Hampton family to flip cup and beer pong. <laughs> G, that's real. Like they no, didn't I'm even know. You. Like bro, like no, bro, like people started coming to our house for the parties because that's where you go to play flip cup and beer pong. Like mm-hmm. on some like yo like. I, like I'm, I, I felt like I was fucking Christopher Columbus or some shit. And I no, found no, no. it. He's I found right. it some shit that I didn't <laughs> found right. for real. He's you know what right. I'm saying? Because I found like niggas was looking at no, me like, right. like this is so fun. Yeah. I'm like, my, dog, my, like my freshman yeah. year. My freshman year, I went to St. John's and and that St. That's John's HBCU, is, right? Huh? No, is that no, HBCU? No, it's not. It's not predominantly. It's not an HBCU. It's it's multicultural and and they just didn't know. They just weren't hit. Yeah. My freshman year, I'm introducing people to beer pong. You know what I'm saying? They literally introduced. Like literally introduced them to 
Yeah, and literally yeah, introducing yeah. them to drinking thirty packs. Like niggas was only they buying had, liquor. They had never like, done only. that before. When we were Annie up, when we were Annie up for for alcohol, like on Friday or Thursday nights or whatever, niggas was only buying liquor. I'm like, dog, like let's get a thirty pack of beer. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like let's like what get, are we let's gonna drink play all night. Like, like you know what I'm saying? They'd be like, I'd be like, yo, let's play games. Like let's do like some fun shit, dog. Niggas was the only games niggas was playing was spades. And when I was in school, I was like, dog, like. I, I flipped the whole script, G. Like it's really crazy. That shit's yeah, crazy. Man. That that shit really did shape niggas off. But then the the oh, next shit. the next epic joke you had was when uh Mike when Mike Alvarado yeah, when we had the joke after yeah, his wake, like, man. Peace, peace, peace to the God, dog. Peace, yeah, but yeah, man, that was the next time we had like that crazy rager because that was when everybody was there, G. And that was after high school. After everybody went their separate ways, everybody came back. Like that diversity, great times. We were living the life. But look, hey, speaking of living the life. When we were doing all this, when we were young, kids running around, drinking, partying, getting drunk, getting uh, uh, underage drinking High charges, school. all kinds and, of shit. And, 16, and you got 17. teachers telling us, you guys are not going to amount to anything. Yeah, all you guys want to do is party, come to school, you're going to be making it school. You're just going to dance house and drink and smoke, da 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 da. Right. I tell them, trust the process. CH, like, <laughs> trust <laughs> the process. CH, CH, on, 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 the real, on the real, did you ever see yourself? doing these things like like i'm telling you do interview with krs1 that was yeah. huge and i'm telling you when i watched your your, your when, Young, that's when not I even first, the most epic when i first first saw your G. interview with we talking with donnie simpson we huh? talking i said it's not even the most epic joke he's done though nah, like, but that's what i'm saying just, just, like, just look at look at your, look <laughs> at your cv on. look at your body of work like when, nigga did the when, nigga did the uh, when, when we were young and then and then at Beach Week, and this is Job this nigga's yeah, I want to go to Forty Fifth. Beach Week is crazy. Like Forty Fifth, that's yeah. that's yo, that's a meme. We really, yo, if Twitter and Instagram was around back then, that would be a meme. Forty Fifth. You know how his face gets when he's drunk. That would be a meme. Your eyes be lazy. Beach Week would not stop saying Forty Fifth, dog. He heard, he heard about some some mysterious party. Who's that? Who's that? Forty Fifth. Nigga, there was some random party on Forty Fifth. There was nothing on. There was like, like it was a bunch of girls. Literally, it was just a girl bunch of girls. Literally, That's somebody. Yeah, yeah. I think some. I think literally. I think, no, I think. I think. I think we were on the street. He was crushing on at the moment. I think we were the on the street and somebody there. mentioned <laughs> party on forty fifth. And oh. as he was going into wherever he was going, and then this nigga just came in, just starts forty fifth. We gotta go to forty fifth. No, yeah, exactly. Like, did you ever imagine you would be here? Like. Did you ever imagine you would be on a plane flying to New Orleans to interview ludicrous freaking ATL. Thirty South Grills ludicrous? ATL. <laughs> ATL. Huh? It was ATL. ATL. But yeah. Oh, what I said? <laughs> he said New Orleans. Oh, but but you were, you were supposed Orleans, to go to New Orleans, but right. you decided to go to ATL. Same. I mean, um, in any event, you're still traveling out to do something dope. Like you know that. what? To be honest with you, you know, I think the events. I didn't imagine some of the events. I, I didn't. I I couldn't. You know, foresee some of the things that that you know took place and happened. Um, but overall, though, you know what? I, I think that I had a feeling once I started getting going and things started to happen and the way I was passionate about my crafts, I just had this feeling like that just burning inside of me that was like, I'm going to be successful. Like, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. going to do this. And like, whatever that means, like, you know, whatever comes along with that, like, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I had confidence in myself. I had confidence in my craft. That will continue to develop it and continue to get better, and these opportunities will present themselves. So it's not like I thought that hey, I will be interviewing Jim Jones or interviewing KRS or or Donnie Simpson or or whatever or Chrissy Teigen, John yeah. Legend's wife. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I never thought like 
yeah, like this is a checklist. Like, yeah. Make sure I do this. Yeah. It was just sort of like I believed in myself. I believed in like where I was going. And all this shit and, came with it. And and that came exactly. And it all came with it. You know, That's what it, it, it all is, was, man. It was all part of that. Um, but yeah, there was no like real destination. Like like I have to make it here. Yeah, yeah. You know, because honestly, like when I was in college, um, I just wanted to be an editor in chief of my own magazine. Yeah. And and that happened with CLE in mm-hmm. a sense, mm-hmm. you know. So that that happened so quick. So it was like fuck. Like after that, it was like damn. I, I need new goals. Yeah. I need to like like where do I go next? Because that's what I, that's really all I wanted was like to be the editor in chief of my own magazine. And then it happened with CLE magazine. It's like so, what else? So soon. So it was like damn. Like I gotta you know what's next? Get to what's the next, next thing. You that's, know real. What I mean? that's real. And I think that's what happens. Is like once you start you know hitting these. These milestones, it just, you know, continue to, to rack up. And what's and crazy, G, is that, like, a lot of people, I mean, it's like, like you said, like, you you said you wanted to do this thing, and, like, before you knew it, you were doing it for yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you wanted to be editor-in-chief of a magazine. You right. made the magazine, it became, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. that's kind of, like, how I do this whole shit. It's like, damn, I mm-hmm. want to make TV shows. I make TV shows, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, regardless of like if it's on ESPN or whatever the fuck, like I right. ch- I scratch my own itch by making the shit that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. a lot of people can like make the opportunities that they're waiting for. A lot of people be waiting for opportunities, and That's it's like, dog, like you can literally now, yeah. make and create. Like, dog, like the internet allows you to make any fucking thing you want, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no more excuses, G. That's like, true. you don't need, like, yeah, you can, like, if 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 you want to talk about checklists, you can be like, okay, I want to I want to be an anchor on ESPN, right? Then then you, then you got to do all the steps that it takes to get on ESPN. If you if your checklist is I want to be an anchor, make your own fucking news thing and be an anchor on that. That's right. really what because that's going to scratch your itch. Yeah, and you know, scratch your itch, and then you're going to move on, and then you're going to move on to the next, and then you're going to move on to the next goal, and it's going to be a bigger and better one. You know what I'm saying? Because like once you, like, I'm, and I'm going to be trying to cut you off, man. Like, I just I would be remiss not to mention that like. Like yo, I have a I have a very serious like belief in God too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I have a strong faith. Um, I believe in God and, and you know, him he like sort of just he pretty much determines our steps and where yeah. we go and everything yeah. like that. And, you know, just believing in him and praying and believing that things will work out yeah. because it was it, it wasn't sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I mean with, like with, it takes action too. It's like yeah, the action takes, and the belief of course, together. Yeah, of course you have to act on it as well. Yeah. But you know, I I like for me not to say that my faith in God and like believe just believing that things yeah, would that's work real. out that's real um was part of the equation. It was so a what's, huge so what's part one of the, the trials and tribulations that you've gone because we've heard a lot about the success. Right, we've heard a little bit about you having to live at your grandma's <laughs> uh-huh. and like, your mom telling you like what the hell are you doing all this for free for? But like what are, what are yeah. what are the more specifics like stuff that you had to go through to remind yourself that there is a bigger thing at stake and I just got to keep looking at the finish line. Yeah, I mean you know. You know, at times when you see certain certain friends, like they're having, they get their own apartments, mm-hmm. or like maybe they're making more more money in their salary, and and you know you're not there yet. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like I was in New York at a certain time in New York, I was on food stamps. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, True. I was staying with my cousins, like that's that's how I ate and whatnot. True. You know, um, yeah, it's been different times yeah. when like. One of the realest things is like, sheesh, like I, I interviewed uh, 50 Cent in like 2015, 20, yeah, like 2015. 
And I'm interviewing 50 with like a dollar in my wallet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 50 is a multi-millionaire. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. yeah he, he's on dynamics. the Forbes list. This Crazy is somebody dynamics. that's like rich, you know, <laughs> filthy fuck. rich. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, I'm in the same room as him, but like my wallet has holes in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Was I it humbling or discouraging? No, it was... um. It was a bit of, it was like, it wasn't discouraging. It wasn't discouraging. You know, it's just like, you know, this is my passion. You know, I'm happy to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm taking, I'm soaking in all the knowledge he has and everything like that. Right. At that time, I'm, I am getting paid for what I'm doing and whatnot. But it's just like. It's like irony. It's just yeah, like it's just irony because it's like, you know, this is a millionaire yeah. and I'm talking to him with a dollar in my pocket. Yeah. If that. You know what I'm saying? The but, dollar but may have been what's ripped. What's crazy though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they may not even accept that. But, that's, but, but you know what's what crazy mean? though to me is like, yo, like. You kind of you kind of alluded it alluded to it before. It's just like man, the opportunity to like talk to people like that and mm -hmm. like have conversations with like that shit we did with Adisa Bakari, dog. Like that shit was crazy, man. Like, yeah, the, you know what I'm saying. Like being able to like listen to like how he thinks and like shit like that. And I feel like he thinks in a similar way to I I think. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have yeah, no Donnie I, Simpson. My dollars are well, nowhere. All the gems, Donnie. Dog, got, like you know? yeah, even Donnie Simpson. Like I have nowhere amount of the near dollars that they have. But it's like exactly. I aspire to be that. So like to to be able to hear how they think and kind of like be like, damn, like you know what I'm saying? I'm not all the way there, but like I'm on that path. Just kind of reassures me that like damn, like. One day I'm gonna be like that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely motivational to to be in the same room with them and to learn from them and to just soak soak all the knowledge yeah. up. Um, it is, you know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, a lot of them. I I'll never you know forget. Um, I interviewed uh another journalist that used to work for Vibe back in you know the '90s. His name is Kevin Powell. He's a famous journalist. He has a very good relationship with Tupac Shakur. Um, he was like the one of the main interviewers uh, that, that got to interview Tupac. And he built a relationship with Tupac. He did a lot of vibe covers on Tupac. And um, I got the chance to interview him and speak to him. And he was like, you know what, man? Um, he was like, Russell Simmons told him that, yo, ownership is the true key to freedom. You know what I'm that's saying? Is once you're able to own something, that's, that's true. true freedom. You know what I mean? Like, you know, being able to own it and you're the owner. You don't answer to anybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's so many of us work for somebody else or you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? But like this country in itself was built off like entrepreneurship and yeah. free enterprise and everything. And you know what I mean? It, that ownership is, is so valuable. And, and just to, to learn and listen to that. You take those things and you 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 use that in your own life and, mm -hmm. and you, you grow and develop. You know what I mean? So 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 yeah, it's just been blessed to speak to some 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 powerful people and some some very interesting people. Um, you know, and and it's it's awesome. You know, shit. One time I was I was in the club. I saw Lion Babe. I had an interview with Lion Babe. I don't know if you know who that is. It's a new group, um, but it's Vanessa Williams' daughter. Oh, and Vanessa Williams was in the building. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like that's crazy. You know, <clears throat> Vanessa Williams is a supermodel. Yeah, like super, she's supermodel. like like you know Miss America. Like she's everything. You know what I mean? She's an actress, so, right? She's actress. Actress Vanessa as well. Is that, who I'm, is that the Vanessa Williams I'm thinking of? The it's, Vanessa okay. Williams. There's only yeah, one Vanessa you know? Williams. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but you said all these me. other things that I didn't know. But I didn't know she was a model. I mean, I knew she. Yeah, yeah. I figure in the model in the sense like. 
actresses can yeah. be models. Like, yeah. all these people, like all these people being. She was Miss America. Yeah, she, she was like the first black Miss America. Yeah, she's she's been in a lot yeah. of movies. True that. But she's, but yeah, that's um, crazy. Yeah, she's up there. She's the epitome of beauty. But, uh, <laughs> epitome yeah, that, that's that's what it is, you know. So, just like getting like getting to where I'm at now. Um, after Hip Hop DX, it was like I did. Uh, I started working with Ebony a lot. Ebony Magazine and. You know, Ebony is a legacy brand for us, for us as, you know, yeah. black people and, you True. know, our culture. And yeah. that was important to me, you know, to, to work with like a, a staple and like um in, you know, magazines like an Ebony, you know. Um and, and Ebony was great. I interviewed Carrie Champion for, for Ebony. Um sheesh, I did uh Donnie Simpson for Ebony. Yeah. Um I did some Olympians for Ebony, you know, so it was good. Kevin Durant for Ebony, Lit. you know. So um, Ebony is like one of those staples. I, I enjoy working with them. I was blessed enough to also do Muhammad Ali's obituary, which was like also a milestone I Damn. feel like in my career because uh, you know Muhammad Ali has such a great relationship with Ebony. Um, they put him on a bunch of different covers. You know, you could go back and do your research and you know look at all the stories that yeah. Ebony has of Muhammad Ali and. It's interesting because it, it, obituaries in the in the journalism field are usually written um, before the person dies. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, you sort of have a hunch and maybe this person is sick and they mm -hmm. might pass soon. Mm -hmm. So you write the obituary beforehand. So mm -hmm. I wrote the obituary for Muhammad Ali in like 2015 and mm -hmm. he passed in 2016. Mm -hmm. So I wrote at the end of 2015 and, you know, sure enough, he passed in 2016. My editor called me up and he was like, you know, it happened. He he died. You know, and they used they used my obituary, and it was Crazy. Just like, that's what's up, bro? Yeah, man. It, it, you know that up, that was bro. special because it's like that's that's literally the, that's literally like the one that's like if I can point to one person that's like yeah my guy is <laughs> is him I mean, all, every time. Everybody. The only lot reason I, I the say, only reason man. I fuck with Will Smith the way I do is because of how he played Muhammad Ali yeah. in that Ali movie. Yeah. That was that's my favorite movie yeah. ever. Right. G. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, Muhammad Ali's my guy, dog. That's really yeah, crazy. That's probably know? one of the niggas. Him and Tony Soprano were the two I mean, niggas that like, I cried Ali, when they died. I hope that, you know, I hope I did it justice. I really yeah. do. You know, I hope I did that justice. Um, so where where can we read this? It, that's oh, on Ebony.com. Ebony. All, all this Ebony. stuff Ebony. on Ebony.com. Yeah. You know, um, when Mech puts up the podcast, I might just also put a link in there yeah, to like, so my portfolio or some sure. other work as well that you could check out. Um, so check that out. Make sure y'all comment and everything. Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, from Ebony, I started doing Village Voice. That's where the KRS-One interview um, came in. That's where Vanessa Williams um, came in as well. Uh, I did some other things with Village Voice. Justine Sky, who's a new singer as yeah. well. And, um, you know, uh, after Village Voice, it was, you know, I got involved with uh, ESPN's The Undefeated. And I started doing stuff for them. I, I've done, like, three articles for them so far. So far, And, you know, so so lately, it's, it's, I've just been, been contributing to different, yeah. uh, different publications. And I like that. It's cool to just, you know, because I get to pick my stories mm -hmm. for the most part. Or That's people pitch is. stories to me. And I get to, you know, pursue them instead of just pumping out 10 stories, 10 blog posts a day or... You know what I mean, and them being about gossip and, yeah. and whatnot. So you um, feel a sense is, of ownership man. in what you're doing. In a sense, right yeah. Now. In a sense, you know, and, and it's cool. Like, like you know, all the way back, full circle. Here we are, and my latest article is with Huffington Post, <laughs> and um, you know, I was able to interview Maurice Jones-Drew and Antoine Bethay 
and their sports agent. And, you know, Matt came along with me. We went to um, Adisa Bakari's his office, which is in um, Georgetown, D.C. We spoke with him about, you know, the player protests going on, um, how he manages his clients, mm-hmm. um, the foundations that they've developed, uh, you know, the philanthropy. And, I mean, that's one of the biggest topics of the year right now, of the year, that's is real. the player protests. Colin, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick hasn't even been in the league this entire, this entire, this entire you season. Know you wouldn't even but know yeah, it. But, yeah, he's still <laughs> one of the biggest stories it's of the relevant. NFL. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it's, it's, it's great. You know, I, I think that we're, we're seeing change in, in real time. You know, I think, you know, it's funny, man. Um, when I was in college, I, I was saying this at like my senior year of college. I was telling one of my close friends, I was like, yo, we're entering, we're about to enter into a new black renaissance. And I really feel like we're reaching that point now. Damn. Like this is a new black renaissance where like black work is really being, um, it's really being absorbed and it's really being like celebrated. Appreciate. You know I mean, look at Insecure. Look at ATL. Look at look at. I mean, she's uh, what's Issa is amazing. Issa you know is I mean? killing like, it right yeah. now, man. Yeah, you know, it, it's, like, it goes so much further than yeah. Insecure and ATL. Yeah, yeah, it's just but black black artists are really being celebrated right now. Um, I just feel like you know we're really in a black renaissance right now. That's true. People may not be able to sit back and and take a you know, and look at what's going from on. From the outside in Yeah, from the outside and look oh, at I it. But it. we are. We really are. You know, when it comes to music, they just finally, finally admit that hip-hop is the it's, dominating it's, music in is. America. It is. When we knew that for years. Yeah. Dominating yeah. since been we were in, in freaking elementary school. Exactly, you know, but, yeah. but now they're admitting that, you know, and the streaming is just showing that. The music streaming is just showing that. That's what I'm saying. The numbers don't lie. It's like, you, exactly. whether you want to admit it or not, like, nigga, we know what facts are. Yeah, like, so, nigga, so. The internet gives everyone access to all this, yeah. all these numbers, all this information. You can't, like, And then you see all the, look at all shit. the dances, the Millie Rock, you know, look at look the, the Bobby Smurders, you, you got, you got, you got, yo, when I the, saw, the when, dance, I saw when I saw fucking Stevie Wonder hit the dab, the dab, <laughs> the dab. someone blind do who, something like the dab, Never seen a dab in his life, and he hit a dab like all of that. All of that is part of our black renaissance. That's real. I'm telling you, but not just that. Also, you see it. You talk about fashion. Yeah, you can see it in the fashion Fashion realm as well. Yeah, see it and all that, and and not just that. Look at how more black guys you're seeing it in magazines, in the front of magazines, Mm -hmm. like GQ, GQ, and all this this stuff. And and not just that. I mean, this this might be entirely opinionated, but I also think like when it comes to 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 girls and stuff, black guys are in. Like, (laughs) black guys are in. in. I I kid you not, man. Black is the new black. (laughs) But again, that's my opinion. But I think my opinion has been. Proven over and over again yeah. in my life. So, man, hey, Chris, like, for real, for real, from the bottom of my heart, I wanted to tell you this, right? You you talk about how you've interviewed all these people, and yeah. you take a little bit from every person you've you've gone to, and you learn Definitely. from them, right? One of the things tonight, especially, yo, I didn't know. I thought I knew you because we grew up together, but goddamn, bro, I learned so much about you in just this little hour of time to the point that, like. Bro, I've taken so much from tonight from you. And I told you when I saw your your first thing that you did with currency, yeah. that motivated me to think, dog, I can step out of just being a normal person. I can step out of just being just another nigga from Gaithersburg mm-hmm. with a degree going to college. Like, I want to do me. I want to play soccer. I want to I want to dress the way I want to dress. I want to yeah. listen to this. I remember you being one of a few black people to go to like a WMZQ fest and stuff like that. Nah, so, I didn't go to WMZQ. I went to um, Preakness. 
Preakness. Slayer <laughs> went to the Preakness joint. But yeah, but yeah. but you you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You you started that whole trend of stepping out of that that this is how everybody should be. Right. And I'm just gonna do me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think because of that, a lot of stem from me. So <laughs> when we started, started that to to me no. he did. I'm not and, even and, trying to clown, but goddamn. No. <laughs> no, 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 so no, hey, no. hey, out of all of our friends, out of all of our friends, you were the no, first one that I saw to really like just be himself, man. Between just, be himself, just being man. a regular person from Gatesburg, yeah, to you chilling with C list to B list to A list celebrities, yeah, you know what I mean? Not even celebrities, philanthropists, yeah. entrepreneurs, all of this stuff, people yeah. that revolutionize and change the world every day. You yeah. know what I mean? Himself since day and, one. That's real. And yeah. I've just been I, yo, since day I, one. I respect that so much. And so this leads me to my last question: How do you measure your benchmark of success? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I appreciate that, man. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely appreciate that. Again, it's just just being myself and, and everything, and you know, um, you, you're a talented dude in yourself. You know, you probably don't give yourself enough credit because you have to take, you have to believe in your own self to really get to where you're at. You know what I mean? And you're successful in your own right. So whether or not somebody inspires you or you see them do it, you still have to make that decision to be like. You know, I want to do this as well. Right. Or I, I want to, you know, take the leap of faith right. or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, when it comes to success, I, I I think we spoke on it a little bit before, but it's it's like I, I, I definitely measure success in, in a number of ways. You know, uh, are you a successful friend? Are you are you a successful father? Are you a successful son? Are you successful um, at being a, a friend? You know what I mean? Not not just monetarily. You know, I think a lot of people look at success as just a career thing mm-hmm. when, like, you can be successful outside of your career. You know, you could be a successful friend. And I, I strive to be a successful friend, you know, and having success in, in my friendships or having success in my family life and being a successful father or, or being, you know, the successful son or whatever the case may be. You know, I break it down um, when it comes to success. Um, but ultimately, you know, I've asked so many people that question, like, what what do you think success is, and you know, what what is it to you? And you know, I, it really I got so many different answers. A lot of people shy away from 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 money. You know, a right. lot of people shy away, and they say that it's not about the money, but it's about being able to do what you want to do on your own terms, yep. and you know. And that's it, you know. Whether you're whether you're celebrated for it or not, you know. I think in your own right, if you feel confident in what you're doing and and you're making the moves and whatever the case may be, you know that's that's success, and you have to celebrate that. That's real. Um, that's what it is, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you coming on, G. We definitely got a whole lot of shit uh, discussed. You know what I'm saying? Peanut, yeah. you got anything to close with? Man, I got mad respect for you, bro. This nigga over here loves you. See, this nigga over here like, damn, nah, I didn't nah, even nah. know this. this nah, listen, my nigga listen, the whole listen, time, listen. I didn't even know. Bro, I'm just used to me and CH getting drunk and CH blacking being out. being the idiot. Like, yeah, CH being a total dickhead. I remember when we left Woods House one time. I came home for like Thanksgiving break or Christmas break. We left Woods House. This nigga, see, I let CH drive my whip. We almost got on like three accidents on the way <laughs> yes, home from Wedge. That's Grid, what I'm God. saying. That's the oh CH I know. But, right. but as like, look at it, like, yo, I got mad respect, but not just on the sense of like what you're doing with your professional life, but also like your family life. Yeah, man. All of that stuff. Shout bro. out to like, Omari. I look, I look up boy. to you. Like, out of, out of hour for we, we have a, a, 
a, a tight knit group of friends. Luckily, we're one of the few uh, people that we stuck together throughout high school, and right. like we're still kind of you know involved in each other's lives. Yeah. And, you know, and we get to see who has done what, who has matured in what way. Right. Yo, your maturation process has been phenomenal. So that's what I'm saying. That's where my my respect comes from, man. It's lit. All right, man, I respect man, you too, Jay. You already know that, man. Oh, man. Nothing but love over here. This is a, this is a two-hour podcast, man. We got to get off All this thanks shit, to man. God. Nobody going to listen to two hours of podcast. <laughs> appreciate you listening to this a podcast. Hit me up on thisnation.com. Watch my stuff on It's Nation TV. You're...